From the protectors of the internet, the Wisconsin Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force, it's the PKO Podcast. Welcome to the PKO Podcast, sponsored by the Wisconsin Department of Justice Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force. I'm Dana, and Matt Joy is back with me today. Hi, Matt. Hi. Welcome, Dana. How are you? (laughs) Good. How are you? We've switched roles today. (laughs) It would appear so. (laughs) I like this. Um, So yeah, so Matt's going to surprise me today. I don't know what topic we're talking about, and he's got it all ready and knows what he wants to discuss. So this is a um, exciting, um, what do you call it when you're, when you go off, off topic, off schedule for me? Um, ad lib? Yeah. Okay. I, like that. <laughs> I don't know. That's good. I don't know. All right. A surprise. It's a nice surprise. It is. Yeah. Okay. You ready for your joke? Oh yeah. I didn't realize we were going to get a joke today out of this. Okay. So yeah. Absolutely. I wasn't ready, but I am now. Technically, you should be telling me a joke. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. um, Why don't you know what? Next time I'll be more prepared. Okay. Let's uh, let's let you tell a joke today. All right. Uh, What did the mom spider say to the baby spider? Well, the mom spider um, said to the baby spider. I don't know. You spend too much time on the web. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yes, I've heard that um, here, actually, in my own home from time to time. So I should have known that. <laughs> yes. Uh, all right. I've been Good covering one. lots of non-tech kids or uh, puns, I guess, kids jokes, dad jokes, whatever you want to call them. Um, so I might have to start sharing some non-tech ones just because they make me laugh a lot. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Keep them coming. Yeah. All right, so what do you got for us today? Well, um, so today is, uh, at least where I live, the last day of the first week of school. And um, as I was kind of working through some things with my children this week, uh, some different safety considerations came up and I thought, boy, this is really appropriate um, and that I'd like to have a conversation with Dana and the listeners about some of the things I've experienced this year with the return to school in a virtual way. And I know lots of folks across the country and world really are, um, you know, experiencing the, the world of virtual schooling. And um, so I just wanted to have a a conversation about some of those things that I noticed this week that um, I found found pretty interesting and worthy of further conversation with my own children. So um, one of the things I wasn't aware of are the number of different portals and platforms and learning environments that um, my children are required to log into on a uh, really daily hourly uh, basis and some of them have different login credentials different passwords different usernames and we found ourselves writing these down on paper Hmm. and emailing them uh, you know teacher to student um, IT personnel to teacher to student, the parent Um, and so it was just really uh, I'll just say a decreasing inhibition or um, just sort of normalizing 
this password username sharing across emails and writing them down and having them available in front of us because we were trying to access them. And I thought to myself, well, geez, this is something that we, you know, talk about as far as, you know, protecting our passwords um, and, you know, looking for ways to change passwords and, uh, you know, really reinforcing with our children that this isn't something that we should just be sharing. Um, you know, these are, you know, personal, private. We need to take ownership of these and figure out ways to, you know, put them into memory. And, you know, are there other types of tools we can use to safely or securely, you know, keep these passwords hidden and concealed? Um, so that was one of the things that, that we've talked about this week in my household is password security and really the usernames and the emails and all that, because it's, um, there's just been a, 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 a really a, a need to have that information available and get that information. And, um, so that was one thing that I, I noticed. Yeah, absolutely. Week. Cause that, you know, <laughs> Gone are the days where it's okay for us to just write it on a post-it and put it under our keyboard, right? Which is, I think, what a lot of us used to do and maybe still do. Um, and they even, right. I don't know if you've seen it, but they even sell, there are some, you know, if you get the uh, the mailers, you know, like the infomercial in your mailbox sort of thing, um, where they even have these notebooks that you can purchase that they say they're labeled as like your password keeper. And they've got little, you know, um, uh, you know, it's like a spreadsheet on paper sort of a thing that you can fill in usernames in this category and, and passwords in this category and, and all that kind of thing. So there are um, certain certain things, I guess, that are created to encourage us to write them down, too, even though that might not be the safest thing anymore. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and um, let me just apologize to the listeners, um, because this is a work from home, school from home situation where I'm at. Um, I've been uh, relocated to the patio. That's now my new work from home office. And so there may be some road noise or, um, crickets or other things in the background. <laughs> so I'm, I apologize, but this is, you know, this is the world we live in now. So, um, I feel like I got the better end of the bargain out on the patio until yeah. let's say October, November, December roll around. Then that might be a challenge for me, but for now I'll your, take it. Yeah. Then you're getting your comeuppance for getting all this nice weather. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was the one thing that uh, I really no took notice of. And then that kind of segues into the next thing that I found very interesting is obviously a lot of the education is taking place through online meetings. So the Zoom and the Google Meet and those kinds of platforms. And again, um, the comment about writing the passwords down. And as part of that, taking notice of your surroundings. You know, we talk about, you know, personal and private information and sharing that. Obviously there are, there are things we would share in person with our classmates, you know, sports we like and movies we like and, you know, video games and all those kinds of things that we would share in person. And so the movie poster in the background or those kinds of things, um, maybe, you know, that's innocuous, but, um, I was noticing as, you know, I was kind of peeking over the shoulder, um, different things you can really learn about people based on their surroundings. And so just reminding folks to make sure there isn't anything you don't, you know, that's personal or private to you that you don't want shared out because trust me, people, you know, 
children are, yes, they're paying attention to teachers. Let's, of course they are, but they're also observing their peers or their colleagues, fellow classmates and students. And what, you know, what, how do they live? Where do they live? What is it like at their house kind of thing? So, um, again, whether it be the piece of paper with the password written on it or posters on the wall or, you know, different things, um, in the room that, you know, just make sure that you've got, you know, the, the, the setting is a safe setting and, um, that you've just kind of addressed and taken a look around at, at what's out there. Yeah, that's a great point because I think we're all used to thinking about what's in the background as far as seeing, seeing different things hit the news, right? Of maybe, um, pets going through the background or kids walking into the room during newscasts or that kind of thing. But the little things can make a difference too. I know. Um, even on our team recently, somebody was asking about some new furniture in my background, you know, so people are really noticing, um, noticing what's going on on the screen. So I think that's a really, really good point. We talk a lot about not oversharing and not giving too much information. And a lot of times it's really easy for us to get locked into the idea of, you know, don't share your address, don't share your school schedule, um, certainly don't share your passwords like we were just talking about. Um, but it is really important, especially in this day of, of live streaming and live connections, um, that we are paying attention to what's going on in the background. And that might be visual, but it might also be audio, right? Like if your kids are connecting on gaming and maybe parents or somebody is in the other room talking about something, but it can be overheard. Um, those are all really good things to kind of consider and keep in mind in this day and age. Yeah. Um, agreed because, uh, like you said, people, um, when they're using, uh, this might sound silly and I'm just kind of thinking about this right now, but as you're using, I'll say less senses because you're, it's the visual looking at the screen and it's the audio listening to what's going on. Uh, there's maybe less you're more more focused um and so you might pick up some of those things that otherwise might have gone unnoticed or unobserved yeah and we should say too so i guess we jumped right into the second conversation and didn't come come back to some solutions um for the first one but it is important to know that that there are a lot of different options out there for this type of thing and and while certainly we want to be having the discussions that's our our best defense against um, some of these risks, there are other tools that can help you too. So there are different kind of uh, password savers or password keepers that you can download um, that are secure and can keep all of your usernames and passwords in one spot because it's very important that we not recycle and reuse passwords, but it's also important that we have different ones for different applications, which can just get terribly overwhelming if you're trying to um, just memorize all of that. So there are certainly options out there for tools to help with all of these risks that we talk about. Yeah, great point, Dana. Absolutely. Yeah. And as to the second one, I think there's a lot of really good stuff out there, especially, you know, there's there's a lot of focus on this right now and, and rightfully so. A um, lot of really good options out there to help us pay attention to these things. So, you know, a lot of our, our 
big partners with this types of information. Um, the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children has good information on safety and learning about privacy. Um, Common Sense Media is one of our favorites for information on, on safety. Um, you know, even the, the heavy hitter platforms, the, you know, Google and Facebook um, and, and included with Facebook, Instagram and, and Snapchat and all of these, they're coming out with different ways to provide safety information in an engaging way for our young population. Uh, Google particularly has come out with a game-based version for safety that has privacy information included as one of the topics. Um, it's on their, uh, it's Be Internet Awesome, I think. And kids are very, very engaged with online gaming. And so it's a great way for them to interact on screen with that safety information and kind of learn as they do it. So there's a lot of good stuff um, for you to use out there. Yeah, wonderful. Wonderful. And, um... I don't know if you're ready to, to step into the third thing that I've yes. been noticing. Okay. So some of these, um, uh, well, I should say the platform that the school is using here, um, some of the teachers are requiring feedback or responses to questions in a video. So through the, the platform, the education learning management platform, you can respond to questions by uploading a video. You, you create the video through the platform itself. Really quite simple. A couple of clicks and you're live, uh, or I should say, you know, recording, um, you know, your live response. So you're talking to, you know, the teacher. Um, and then those get posted depending on the, you know, the kind of assignment. But those get posted then to the environment and then your classmates then can comment on your responses they can watch your video and make comments and um really at a quite a young age so mm. as young as six years old is what i'm seeing where we're teaching children about how to post videos and make videos and um really i'll just say sort of normalizing posting content posting video of yourself mm -hmm. online really i mean that's what it is you're posting a video of yourself putting it online to uh, you know i'll just call it a social network of sorts it's a network of your classmates mm -hmm. um and so like i said it normalizes this process and as children develop and get older and start you know learning about the instagrams and the snapchats well they've been sort of Mm, educated since age six, you know, to, oh, this is totally normal. This is, I've been doing this in school. This is okay to post the videos. And, um, so just really important to have that conversation about, well, this is for the school setting. This is a part of an assignment. This is, we're talking about, you know, this particular assignment and these questions and, um, two, I'm going to do it a little bit of an aside here, but kind of the cyber bullying can, can come into play here with these responses, making mm -hmm. sure that your response is appropriate, positive, uh, informative. Um, so, you know, we, we've been taking it as educational opportunities, but here we are five days into the first week of, you know, the school year and um, already recognizing that um, it's important to stay engaged and not just make sure, you know, our kids are making it to class, um, but that we're, we're, being a part of it and helping to, you know, 
just understand what this is all about. And it's challenging, but yeah. like I said, these are some things that I, I, um, quite honestly hadn't, um, considered appropriately enough. And so this has been really quite eye opening for me as well. Yeah. Yeah. And challenging for, for everybody involved, the kids, the parents, the educators, um, everybody's facing, you know, different types of challenges, certainly, but it's a tough situation to adapt to. There's no doubt about it, but you know, I love the idea of incorporating an educational piece into that. Like that's, that's an incredible time to do that because you are in a limited environment, right? So the only people that you can post to, the only people that can see your videos and the only people that you can comment with is a limited group of just your classmates. So it's a, this is a perfect time to talk about this is safe to post because we know exactly who is on the receiving list of this. Um, and, you know, have that discussion about if this was open to anybody in our town or county or state um, to be able to view this stuff, how might we want to think about what's getting posted and change that uh, accordingly, you know, and, and use it as a tool that way so that they can then think about that when they're online gaming and thinking about their friends list or who they might um, be accepting or who they might be chatting with. Um, I think that's a really great way, especially with our young crowd, to introduce that idea of of privacy and friends lists and that sort of thing. So I love it. Yeah, no, I, um, yeah, I thought, I thought that was just kind of interesting just as I sort of watched it develop and um, thought it would be important to just, you know, raise it for awareness with the audience, Dana, to kind of have the conversation and just get folks thinking about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. And so speaking of school, I think everybody's in a different boat right now. And and depending on when you're listening to this, we might be further into the year or or well down the road and the situation might look very different. But um, right now, if you're looking for ways to help you with those virtual schedules or partially virtual schedules or find different ways to incorporate um, educational activities, there's a really good resource. It is through Common Sense Media. It's called Wide Open School. And it's very well organized by age group, by subject level, by the type of activity you're looking at. Um, so there's a lot of really good stuff there. It's a one-stop shop for some good information right now. Yeah, wonderful. Great partners over there. Yeah, definitely. Um, so as always, you can connect with us and resources that we've got that's on protectkidsonlinewi.gov. And we're Always happy to have feedback, um, submit questions to us, submit topics that you'd like to hear about, and please share with us things if you have tools or ideas that have been working well, especially um, as we're adapting to all of this change, because we'd love to be able to share that with other people and see more widespread success with some of this stuff. So um, please connect with us on there uh, on anything that you're thinking of. So last thoughts, Matt? No, I'd, I'd love to hear from other folks um, really globally would be really cool just to see what everyone else is experiencing, other ideas and thoughts. And, you know, let's stay connected on this, Dana, because um, I'm sure we'll we'll continue to see things develop over the course of the school year. And um, great topic. Absolutely. Thanks for looking at this stuff and researching it and bringing this off to the table. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Happy to do it. Thanks for taking the time. Yeah. As always, stay safe. 